Hey everyone, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. Uh, today let's talk about doggy car seats, puppy car seats. So we got a message from one of our puppy clients doing our online puppy program. And they're, they, they don't have their puppy yet, but our program's for life. So you buy it once and it's good for life. You remember for life. So they uh, already have the program and they wanted to they, they sent a message we have a private facebook page that goes with it so that we can help people with puppies directly and they just said hey so we're getting our puppy but then we've got to drive like 10 hours something like that 10 11 hours back home what do you suggest we've got a, a puppy car seat we're ready to go with the you know a belt that hooks to their collar and uh what would you suggest like what would be this process so let's talk about that let's if, if you're taking this puppy and you've got a long ways to travel from the breeder or from whoever wherever you're getting this this puppy or this dog i always 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 am going to try um asking i would ask the breeder if you haven't got the dog i'd say hey um do you do any car trips with these puppies and if the answer is yes to the vet um, that's good, but then you got to think that the association with the car usually probably isn't that great. It's usually like, hey, this is good, and then I get poked. And it all depends on how good the vet is and, and, and things like that and other things they might do. But any time they can spend some time in the car, that would be great. Now, if I'm training a puppy, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to follow a few principles. One of the principles that is is an overarching principle for training is you grant freedom as it's earned. Now, that's not just like as a reward, although it is rewarding to a lot of dogs. It's also because if a dog is kind of nervous, which most puppies at times are going to be scared and nervous because they're young and life's new and exciting and sometimes scary. If they're nervous and we try and give them too much freedom, that freedom usually translates into insecurity because to them it feels like I've got all this responsibility I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and they kind of it scares them okay so going home and just like for example taking your puppy and be like here's your home do whatever you want and then you're starting to yell at them when they mess up or they go to the pot to the bathroom and on your carpet see that's too much freedom and, and they don't know what to do it's it's not very fair to them so I always start with a dog in a kennel now, I don't have a problem if you're leaving the breeder if you hold the dog for a, a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I mean like no more than five miles. Um, because because if we're, we're thinking it's going to make them comfortable, it usually isn't. You're totally new to them, and it's you're going to kind of be scary. And you holding them is going to be kind of a scary thing sometimes. It all depends on the puppy and how things are going down. My ultimate goal with a dog in a car is to get them to just relax. And my ultimate goal ever, like you, you, dogs go through different adrenaline stages and stress stages, and we want them to just relax. So what can you do? Um, if the breeder takes them on rides, that's going to help. It's going to give them um, some opportunities to calm down. The other thing you can do is it's a new place. They're not going to know if they can go to the bathroom here or who's in charge. And so it's a good idea to try and get your puppy to go to the bathroom before you leave. And then I would suggest, especially if you're going on a 10-hour car ride, I mean, if it's only like 45 minutes, I might go for it. An hour, I might just go for it. But if you're going, if you've got a 10-hour ride in front of you, I would stop every 20 minutes and get out and try and use the bathroom for the first hour. Okay, first hour. And again, if they go a lot at the breeder's 
place or wherever you pick this dog up, that's great. You know, give them a chance, give them an opportunity. But I'd get out of the car for about five minutes and just put them on a leash and let them walk around and sniff things. Don't let them eat things or chew things off the ground, but um, just give them a chance to go to the bathroom on the on grass, on gravel, wherever um, they you can know from the breeder whether they'd be comfortable going to the bathroom, and just give them a chance. Now, if if they go during those moments, great. We're we're trying to just kind of drain things and give them the opportunity. I wouldn't give them a ton of water um, until later in the trip, especially because they've probably had water all the time at the breeders and, uh, they'll sleep better if we, we give them a little bit of a break. You just kind of have to fill it out on water and on food. But, um, if I'm going to give them any sort of treat or even just their kibble, um, I would do it very nonchalantly. Don't put a lot of energy into it. Just like, Hey, we're hanging out together. Here's some food. So that it's not an energy rush as much as it is that it's just like, I like what you're doing. And I would use that especially with the kennel. So people talk about getting these, um, you know, restraining device for dogs and things like that. Um, Car seats, doggy car seats. Doggy car seats aren't usually very safe. They're called a car seat because it's a seat in a car. Or usually it's like a cloth bin or something that hooks to it. And then maybe there's a restraining like to, to the collar or something like that. But um, and, and some dogs won't crawl over it. Plenty of dogs will. Um, and it's just kind of, it, it's just pandemonium. So I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of restraints. In fact, a lot of studies have shown that the restraints can sometimes be, depending on the kind, can, can be worse than the dog actually not being restrained at all as for your dog's life. So we, uh, we start a dog in a kennel, all right? And we don't put anything in the kennel because chances are if a dog's nervous, and by the way, you can check this. If dogs, if they're not willing to eat any food from you, they're totally nervous, okay? It's not just like I'm not hungry. It's like, oh, I, I, and it could be they're not hungry if they're way, way full. But most likely it's they're nervous, and so you're going to get out and give them a little bit of freedom on a leash. Okay, don't just let them go, but take them out on a leash. Um, and maybe the last time if they haven't gone and I haven't seen that they've gone at the breeders, I might kind of give them a little more freedom, but I'm still going to kind of follow along and hopefully they'll go to the bathroom. Now, here's the thing. If that dog's in the kennel and they just want to go to sleep as you start driving, for heaven's sakes, don't stop. <laughs> Use that time and go for it. Get as far as you can, and then when that puppy wakes up, then I would start searching immediately for the next exit um, and the next opportunity to stop and hop out, slip that leash on, let them walk for about five minutes maximum out uh, where they might be able to go to the bathroom, and then go ahead and go back to the kennel and go go in. Now, the kennel could be by your feet. Usually puppies are pretty small. Um, it could be on the floor in the, in the back. Uh, you probably want to be able to have more of a connection than just it being clear in the very back of the car. Um, and the pup, it'd probably be good for the puppy at this stage. We just took the puppy from maybe mom and dad and also, um, litter mates and things like that. So this is kind of new and you're a new person. And so we want them to feel comfortable, but bringing that level of stress down, isn't going to happen with a lot of touching and snuggling. Um, that's going to actually 
if a dog is stressed, make them more stressed. We always tell people, here's another good nugget of um, training, that with puppies, you get what you pet. So if a dog is stressed and nervous and we're calming them down, will it work? Yeah, but they'll start to learn that the only time they can be calm is when you're around. And that's what causes a lot of separation anxiety. And it usually perpetuates that state of mind longer than if we would have just said, hey, cut it out. And then, you know, like we have a relationship here. There's give and take both ways. It's really, really hard with little puppies because we don't know what they're capable of and we're learning for the first time. So there is a fair amount of just kind of filling it out. Um, you get what you pet. Use the crate. Um, like I said, that's probably just a little one. Like a little plastic crate on the ground is going to be a great it, – it's really pretty safe um, in a wreck. Um, if it's up on the seat, not – as much because it can go flying and again we hope the wreck doesn't happen but you've got to be prepared for that and we don't want a, a dog that's just shooting around um the car so the crate's a really good way to do that um a lot of times getting ejected from a car for a dog is the best thing that could happen um dogs are survivors they're and we again we don't want that to happen but they are amazing at surviving and so um, where we have restraints that are worn properly, and it, it, it can do really good. But even with, with humans, if the restraint's not on properly, the seatbelt isn't on properly, sometimes it, it can do more damage. So it's important that we wear it right. So you look at the restraints for dogs, a lot of times, you know, a harness restraint or something like that, and they just slip in and out. Um, or a collar restraint is even worse because it's just, it, it's going to do a lot of damage with that blunt force. So I don't like car seats very much. Um, if I find one I like, then I will totally endorse it. But most of the time, a kennel that you're just going to use anyway is one of your best options. And it's a great option for helping your dog calm down. So that's what I would suggest using. Um, again, I don't mind if you take the dog out for a little bit, but that's not super safe for either of you um, while driving. But I don't have a problem if the dog's on lap a little bit. Our dog doesn't ride in a kennel anymore. Okay, our our little dog that's like, I don't know, 20 pounds, um, she is on the floor of the car or the van. Um, sometimes she's up on like the passenger seat if there's no one there. But if there's anyone in the car, she's on the floor. She, she'll be on the floor if there's anyone else in the car. Um, and that's just kind of a choice that, that we've made. So would she go flying, you know, being underneath the seat or on the floor of the car? Yeah, I mean, everybody's everything's going to go flying, but it wouldn't be hopefully is bad. And again, we hope that never, ever happens. If, uh, I, I wouldn't be waking my dog up. If my puppy's going and that puppy's sleeping, enjoy it, be happy, be thankful, and then just go forward and take the breaks as you need to. You can know that after a dog eats or drinks, they're probably going to need to go to the bathroom in the next hour. For a puppy, probably, I, I wouldn't push more than 15, 20 minutes. They're going to need to go to the bathroom and they're not going to have as much impulse control. So when they need to go, they need to go. The other thing I would say is I would be ready for this trip with Clorox wipes, doggy bags, little little um, bags to clean up poop, and paper towels. Because going 10 hours with a brand new puppy in a new environment, ch chances are there could be an accident or two or three. And that's just part of it and we won't we won't be mad at the dog for that at all it's just um them trying 
to figure out what's next and, and how to work. If your breeders worked on kennel training, that's also really, really good because the dogs are learning, don't go to the bathroom in here. So the dog will try and start to hold it for a little bit and they might wake up and start whining and you're like, get off the freeway, let's go. You know, As soon as they wake up, that's when I would say, oh, let's take a break and go for it. And hopefully you can get some good you know, two hour rounds. When you realize they've gone to the bathroom and they're still awake, you can go a little longer. You know, you can you can push that boundary because the dog doesn't need to go. The good news is puppies are young and an eight week old, nine week old, 10 week old puppy, they need to sleep a lot. So you get in that hum of that car and the vibration of the car and uh, we hope that they'll just really relax and go to sleep. And the more they sleep, the better in this case so that you can get your traveling done and get home and we can start uh, training on a regular basis with our dogs. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that answers the question. Um, I know uh, if you've already bought if you've already bought a doggy car seat, you're welcome to try it out. And again, if you find one that you think would be different and would be even better than a kennel, um, I would love to, to hear about it. Dogs just don't like to be constrained. It's stressful to them. Um, if it's kind of an open one, then it's dangerous for them. So that's why I'd say, you know, a kennel is a really good one. You kind of have a hard plastic shell. Um, it can be stuffed between two seats. You can even throw a seat belt around it that may or may not work. But the kennel is my choice with dogs. And usually, ideally, I would start with small rides first. But you don't have that option. So you just take it as it is and you go for it. And if the breeder can help out, that would be great. But I hope you get home happy and clean. And if you don't have any accidents, then woohoo, way to be. That's awesome. Um, it's not usually normal to go that far without an accident, without stopping a lot. But go for it, plan on it, and just plan to enjoy the ride and be excited for the future and enjoy that cute little pup. So there, I hope that's helpful with, with, with car rides. And if there's any questions that you have, remember that my wife and I do a Facebook and Instagram live and every Thursday, you're welcome to hop on and ask your questions. And some of those questions, I might even turn into a podcast so that I can answer a little more uh, directly and talk about those th- about any of those questions and the answers to them. Thanks, guys, and happy training.